Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host, and today we are talking about the anti-diet revolution. I know that's a pretty bold statement to make, but I think we need to jump off of that diet roller coaster and have a revolution to do something different with food. We've all bought into this idea of dieting being our goal, and today we're going to jump off. We're going to talk about what leads us to believe that dieting is a good idea, 10 things to do and focus on in order to avoid dieting and to move out of dieting, and one thing you need to do right now to join that anti-diet revolution. If you're interested in joining that revolution, we're starting soon with a free four-day program where you get access to videos and a free series of talks from me where we're going to talk about how to move out of dieting. It is free and you can sign up in the show notes or go to the Feed Your Soul community in Facebook and we will be going live every day. You don't want to miss it. Hi, everyone. I am Kim McLaughlin, and I am a licensed psychotherapist. I'm a coach. I'm a podcaster and a blogger. Um, And today we are talking about something really important to me, and it's called the anti-diet revolution. And I, I really thought long and hard about whether I wanted to call it that. It's like revolution felt like such a big big word to use, but I realize I'm on a mission and I have a mission to help people have peace with food and peace with their bodies. And what I know what happens this time of year is there is this real big push towards dieting. Actually, it happens a lot of other times during the year, but at the first of the year, it really shows up hard. And now we're towards the end of January as I record this. And there is Lots of people feeling like a failure, like they can't do it, and the struggle has happened. We bought into this idea. We talked about this a lot on this podcast about how we bought into this idea of quote-unquote health or thinness and that these are what we're supposed to strive to be, healthy and thin, and that the only way to get there is to go on a diet. We've kind of bought into this idea that that is the solution to have health and thinness. We um, came to this, I think, through this large corporation, these large amounts of corporations that make a lot of money off of us buying into diets. The 70, 60, 70 billion, it's a lot of money plus dollars, um, 70 billion plus diet industry. They have really kind of force fed us to believe that we're not okay and that we need to change and that we have to be really thin and we have to be quote unquote healthy. And we've bought into it because it's been sold to us and it's been told to us. And now it's all over the the medical field, the nutrition field, the exercise field. And um, it's, it's not helpful. It's not healthy to be on that constant uh, up and down diet roller coaster. And actually there is evidence that that is quite harmful with your weight going up and down, changing how you eat is, can be um, unhealthy and it can 
make you, what happens is, is that when we do that, we then want to binge more. So it actually doesn't fix the problem. It makes the problem worse. There are lots of statistics about how long a diet lasts, how long the weight loss lasts. What we know, you know, I know through our own personal evidence is that being on a diet over and over again is we get, we get, um, this time where we can do it and then we feel thin and we feel right and we feel pretty and we feel perfect and sexy and then life happens and we overeat and then we feel ashamed, we gain weight and we feel bad about ourselves. So this is this circle, this cycle that goes on and on and on and it really harms us because it makes us continue going back to something that in the end doesn't work and actually makes it worse. And especially if we, if anybody has um, a tendency towards eating disorders or eating disorder, this kind of dysregulated eating really enhances, makes these eating disorders worse. So dieting really is an answer, the answer. And since I'm talking about anti-diet, like what then, Kim, what's the solution? What should we be doing? And what I have found over and over through the research, through my personal experience and through clients that I work with is that the way out is through intuitive eating. And it is a way to get into being present in our bodies in a different way and having a different relationship with food and a relationship where we um, do things that work for the benefit of our bodies. Does that lead to health? Sure it can. Does it lead to thinness? It could, but that's not the goal. The goal is to feel right with food, right in your body, and right with the world around you. Because um, one of the harms that happens with dieting is that we begin to think that we're going to be fixed and we're not. And so when we start moving into intuitive eating, it focuses on the why. Why am I overeating? What is going on with me? That's a lot of what I ask people. I have clients daily that I talk to and they'll tell me about their overeating experience. And it's like, okay, so what happened before that? What's been going on with you? And instantly the tears come because there's something else going on. There's something else that leads to overeating. So the diet doesn't fix the thing, right? The thing that led us to having this problem or, or, or led us to overeating. So if we're going to get into intuitive eating, if we're going to have that anti-diet revolution, I want you to know some things that you can do. I went through some ideas of 10 things that you can do as an intuitive eater, how to um, embrace this, this lifestyle of being in, of an, an intuitive eater. One is notice when you're hungry, notice when you're hungry. The second one is, is notice what are the foods that satisfy you and what, how do they give you energy? Focus on the foods that satisfy you and give you energy. Eat when you're hungry and stop when you're satisfied. Stop when you're satisfied. Stop when you're satisfied or what we call gently full. Allow yourself to eat foods that you really want. 
what are those foods you really want? And I know what you're saying is Kim, but I'm going to have chocolate. I'm going to have these things. I'm going to have things that I shouldn't have. And if it's something that you really want, why not? And what you'll tell me is it's not healthy. I shouldn't do it. This is, this is what we need to work through because we're going to, at some point, have something sweet, have something salty, have something fatty, those forbidden foods. We're going to want to have them. And so having a plan, having a a plan of how I engage with food rather than, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, because I can't is that diet mindset. So allow yourself to eat the foods that you want. Just allow yourself. Notice the feelings that cause you concern. Notice the feelings. Remember I said that when uh, somebody overeats or feels bad about their eating, I'll ask them, so what's going on? And the tears, the sadness, the anger comes out about what's going on. And so I like to focus on what happened before the overeating, what's going on. And then the eating takes care of itself. It just does. Engage in self-care and self-love. It's number seven. Engage in self-care and self-love. These are critical. These are critical. This is not something to take lightly. I call it the thing that you do every day like vitamins. You just do it like water. We just have to do it because they're the things that keep us healthy, that keep us mentally well, that keep us emotionally well. Notice the thoughts that are negative and find ways to deal with them. I remember having lots of thoughts about my body and food and what I wanted to eat. It was relentless. And there are things you can do, simple techniques, ways of kind of dealing with your mind that help you not have this constant barrage of, I need to eat. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. Because we want to deal with those feelings in a way that is productive. The ninth strategy is in intuitive eating is to have a mindful practice, have a mindfulness practice that's soothing, that that is enlivening, that that feeds your soul, right? And the tenth, super important, and we don't talk about it a lot, not nearly enough. Engage in gentle movement that is right for you, gentle movement that you love ways of moving your body. We are physical beings in physical bodies that are meant to move around, that are meant to do things physically. And when we've had experiences of diet upon diet upon diet, weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, weight loss, we we associate movement with diets. And we got to get off that roller coaster, that roller coaster of of dieting and exercising and over-exercising and then not doing anything. Our bodies are meant to move. So number 10 about how to be intuitive eater is to engage in gentle movement in some kind of movement that you like. So if we're going to do all these things, they're simple. They're just not easy. It takes time. For me, it's a lifelong process of being in touch with my body, doing things that feel enlivening for me and notice when food feels out of balance, out of um, kilter, and then what what's going on for me. And this is where I support people. What we're going to do is we're going to have what we call the anti-diet revolution challenge. And it's going to be four days of learning different techniques 
all those 10 that I talked about, about being an intuitive eater, I, I have a whole eight week course that we go over those. I work with people intimately on all of those, those ideas. So what we're going to do for the anti-diet revolution challenge is we're going to go over four things, four days, four doables that will lead you in the direction of feeling better about yourself. It's um, something that's going to have a profound effect on you, a profound effect. So what I have it written, I'm going to get my notes here. So what are we going to go over is how to measure hunger and fullness. This is a simple method, but it is profound. It was game changer for me. Determine what leads you to overeat, have an action plan for your self-care and be in a place where you feel in community, really know that in community, we know we're together and that we have something that is a concern that we want to fix together. This is revolutionary because we're talking about something that is against what we've been taught, what our society has taught us. What our family has taught us, bless them. There, there's just something that we have not been taught about how to be intuitive eaters. So I invite you to join that. It is in the, the link is in the show notes, sign up. You can also go to feed your soul community, which is on Facebook. So feed your soul community on Facebook. If you join the community, we're going to have the videos are going to be in there. So you can join us through that Avenue or sign up through the link below. Um, and we'll have, uh, We'll have um, daily reminders. If you sign up through email, you'll have daily reminders about the calls so that you can join in. Don't worry if you can't be live. We're going to have them recorded. You're going to have access to them. It is going to be a community gathering and we're going to do something revolutionary and we're going to do something different. I really hope you join us. I hope that you start thinking about how to have that anti-diet revolution, how to engage more in intuitive eating. I look forward to talking to you more, everyone. Bye-bye.